0: Oh my goodness, I hope this is the right one, this is the one, this better be the one, I'm going to manifest it because I said that last time it worked. So hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast, it feels so weird saying that because you can't see anyone and no one can see you but you're talking as if people are right in front of you, um, when actually I'm just saying it my laptop screen. Oh well. Um, yeah, so if you've clicked on this episode you know it's on red flags. Now that isn't the episode I'm assuming you thought you were going to get but I will still follow up with the part two of Boundaries, I'm still going to do that episode and upload it and stuff but I want to start, since it's a new year and I've had to be break for my, my podcast, um, an unintentional break, I want to do something completely new and fresh and different from Boundaries. This is something I feel really, really strongly about and I think it's so important, like red flags, knowing the red flags, because um, I feel like we just, we ignore them in um, even if we probably know they're there, we still ignore them, and I think that's something that like we all do, and we need to get better at not doing. Basically, so I feel like what better way to shed light on it than do a episode on it? Um, but I thought I'd put a trigger warning on this episode as well. Just right now, there will be talks of emotional, physical abuse, etc. So if that's something that's going to be triggering for you, please just go off the episode now. Don't want anyone to be negatively, you know, impacted by this or harmed in any way. Um, there are helplines and um, tech services that you can use out there. I will link them when I'm sharing this on my um, stories on Instagram, I'll link them. And honestly, my Instagram direct messages are always open. I can't promise that I'll reply instantly um, because I'm quite bad for, I turn my notifications off. But when I see your message, I will reply. I um, hope everyone's doing well. I know it's quite a weird time for us all. I'm certainly feeling a bit like, I, I had a horrible day the other day. I was like, so fed up. Of everything, and then I put some music on and danced a bit more and I actually felt so much better. But every day, I feel like everything is different but the same. I don't know if anyone can relate to that. Like every day is slightly different, but every day is the exact same. And I know that sounds like literally so stupid, but it's the only way I can like describe my life right now. It feels like I'm living groundhog day, but like there's a different like like air. There's something different in the air every day, but it's the same day. <gasps> okay, I need to shut up. I'm saying the same thing about 300 times. When you're trying to make up the work that night anyway um <laughs> yeah so let's just get into this episode then because there were so many responses to my poll that i posted on instagram just before christmas asking people for red flags examples there were honestly like hundreds of responses so I'm, i won't be able to cover every single one but i'm going to try and cover as much as i possibly can um so yeah <gasps> put your feet up it's going to be long i think I think it's beneficial to say right at the start that all of these red flags are situation dependent, and I am relying quite a lot on people noticing and picking up on patterns and behaviours, other behaviours potentially. Um, I, I'm I'm wary that I might come across in this episode as someone who's quite harsh and, um, yeah, a bit cynical. It's not that; it's more. Take these things into consideration, but also you're the person involved in the situation, so you know the situation best. So trust that. And we do come on to that in the episode, we do talk about trust and gut and intuition and, and stuff. Um but I do think like you're the person involved, trust yourself, you know what's going on. Um, yeah. Just and it's situation dependent, um, totally person situation dependent, person it's very personal, red flags are personal, um, to everyone there'll be ones where we can all agree on there'll be ones that that people will disagree on ones that are potentially controversial and um, there's certainly one in here that is quite con- uh, controversial but yeah definitely trust yourself trust that you know what's best for you and you're not and if you're even questioning whether something's a red flag that's a red flag in itself so yeah let's begin It's probably worth noting, by the way, that these are red flags within relationships. If people are keen on getting red flags or discussing red flags within friendships or, or family situations, that's fine. That's not what this episode's about, but I can certainly do episodes on that in the future if that's what people are interested in hearing. Um, One of the first ones that was um, discussed, and I certainly agree with, was something that might seem quite obvious, but actually we tend to ignore this but see if you're feeling unhappy most of the time in your relationship it's probably a sign that something's not right because okay you could just relate that to your mood maybe you personally out with the relationship you're not the happiest or you're not the best version of you and um, you could be and that might seem quite uh, un- you know unfair to go I'm unhappy and it must be because of this relationship I get that I do get that But the first kind of signs of a, a relationship you know the initial signs of this relationship not being right um, or something being wrong they usually are quite subtle and you do usually think to yourself oh but it could be that and it could be this and it could be completely unrelated but see even if you have a slight feeling that you're unhappy or you aren't you know maybe you, you feel a bit yeah sad something to do with the relationship but there's not like a shared happiness between you two trust that If there's no shared happiness, it's not going to work, I'm afraid. The second one is um, something I feel so passionate about because I've been there so many times and I don't want to get too personal because I respect my own boundaries, but I think it's important to get at least a little personal in my own podcast. But see if you notice a change in your self-esteem when you're, you know, I know I said at the start about relationships here, we're talking about seeing, talking, dating um being exclusive being in a thing or whatever like there's so many different terms nowadays, but it doesn't have to just be relationship if you're talking to someone um if you're seeing someone if you're dating someone if you're in a relationship with someone and you ch- you notice a change in your self-esteem or even your friends notice a change in your self-esteem um it, and it, it can be hard to know why just like the first one where you, you notice maybe that you've not been as happy as you usually are but you think that could just be me my personal mood's changed and it might not be to do with this relationship yeah it might not but there's all if there's even a slight possibility that it could be then definitely explore that Um, if you're not getting like the appreciation that you bloody deserve by the way um, that could be impacting your self-esteem and that's natural like I think people can be called all sorts of names like clingy and needy and stuff but actually you deserve like to be appreciated especially by the person that you appreciate and if you put love and effort into a relationship and don't get the same amount back then you know that that isn't an equal reflection and it can be kind of hard it can make you feel like shit about yourself for want of a better word and if you do feel just different i always think i've thought back to things that i've been involved with in the past and i've thought I wish I could like tell myself now, in a way I'm, I'm glad that I, I went through it because I have learned from it, although so I tend to not regret things, I more just think I wish I'd learned that lesson sooner, but I do think to myself I wish I'd just listened to myself then, like I'd learned a lesson by this point, like, do you know what I mean? I knew I wasn't feeling myself, I knew I'd changed things about myself ever so slightly and it wasn't that someone was telling me directly to change, but I felt the subtle, you know the subtleness of I should probably not do that or not say that or you know bite my tongue here or dress a wee bit differently or like look, look a bit like if you change yourself in any way if you're suppressed or if you feel suppressed in any way then that's a not you know that's a red flag that's that's a red flag if you notice a change in your your self-esteem or how you, you know just how you view yourself in general. Another red flag that was mentioned was if, person you're involved with doesn't get on with their family or their mum in particular and um, obviously this is going to be quite female narrative here this podcast this episode because I am a female but if, if guys are, feel the same way about a girl with their dad or you know a girl with their mum or a, 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 a girl feels the same way about a guy with their dad or whatever I think quite a lot of the responses seem to think people's relationships with their mums are really really important and I do I do agree, I'm lucky that I've got a really good relationship with my mum. But not everyone does, so it's hard to say, and like I was saying at the start, it's totally situation dependent. It's hard to judge everything off that. But it's certainly a red flag in its own right. If someone if someone, you know, is speaking quite badly of their their, their mum and like without with without reason without reason to um or even just speaking badly of their family aren't aren't in contact with their family. To me personally anyway, that would be a red flag. The most popular response to the poll was gaslighting, so that's the next one I'll talk about. If you're not sure what gaslighting is, um, or if you've heard it, and so many times, and you feel like it, it you know, fall into deaf ears, it's a form of manipulation um, and a form of psychological abuse. It leaves you feeling kind of confused about your perception of reality, of the reality of something. So you often question whether you're being you're you're going crazy or you're being over like sensitive or dramatic or exaggerating so if someone makes you feel like that then that is a red flag it can sound like someone saying maybe um you're being so sensitive or you're remembering this wrongly or you can't take a joke or like you're so defensive like stop imagining things I never said that I never did that chill out um as well as that damaging your self-esteem and because if you question yourself you're questioning that's you know that damages your self-esteem it really puts you down if you if you you start to question yourself but it's someone undermining you and actually not respecting you um and obviously if someone doesn't respect you that should be like an absolute deal breaker like the biggest red flag of all if someone doesn't respect you so if someone's you know if your partner's like blaming you for things or like i don't know keeping like some form of mental note of how many things you've done wrong and then manipulate you and using it against you to make you feel guilty and it's all about like controlling as well like gaslighting is usually done as you know people who are narcissists or controlling people usually gaslight you um, and manipulators and a lot of the time in fact not a lot of the time sometimes people don't realize they are gaslighting you and i've fallen victim to that where i've been like oh no but he doesn't realize it doesn't matter if he doesn't realize you realize and that's enough okay so it's gaslighting, it's emotional abuse. Please like, leave that person. And see if you think you're experiencing it um, or you think someone else is. Please like, reach out for help, talk to your friends. The National Domestic Abuse Helpline is 0808-2000-247 um, and it's run by Refuge. And honestly, please, if you think you're experiencing this or someone you know has experienced it, please reach out. It's not something you want to experience yourself. Um, it's not something you should be experiencing yourself. You should definitely be getting help because it's not it can have long, you know, long lasting effects on your, your mental well-being and your, yeah, your mental health. The next one. So the next response was unpredictable or irresponsible behaviour. So I think if someone blows, and this kind of maybe goes hand in hand with another point I was going to make, Back, I, I guess I could intertwine them. I think if someone's hot and cold, i.e. unpredictable if they kinda blow hot and cold with you and you don't really ever know what to expect. I would say that's a red flag. If you if someone's blown hot and cold with you or they're just irresponsible or unpredictable, then that's gonna make you feel anxious because you're gonna be unsure of what could happen next. Like, so that obviously is going to put you on edge. And you don't like, why would you want to surround yourself with someone? You would, would you would you keep a friend that put you on edge? No. So don't keep a boyfriend or a girlfriend or you know someone you're dating there's no you don't have time for that don't let someone like that waste your energy and your headspace you like to me unpredictable like someone who's unpredictable or inconsistent doesn't like like doesn't appreciate you doesn't value you, doesn't respect you so definitely a red flag yeah i agree the next one was being secretive about their past or missing parts out of stories so being secretive about their past and missing parts out of stories, I think, in my opinion, is the same as lying. Because if you know the full story of something, then why are you missing parts out? Like, Why aren't you giving the full story? Do you have something to hide? You obviously do, because if if you didn't have something to hide, you would say the full thing. I just think it's really hard to trust someone who's secretive really really secretive okay say that person's secretive with certain things you're quite a private person that's totally fine you can be a private person but when it comes to being in a relationship and being romantically involved with someone you guys are gonna have to speak about things like openly and honestly you're gonna have to be fully transparent and if you can't be even if it's like silly wee stories it doesn't matter like that person's stealing your trust every time they miss out a part of a story and you're gonna end up not like trust is so important it's like one of the main you know pillars of a healthy relationship that person's lying to you or being secretive about their past and not telling you the full story like and i'm not saying if they like they might forget parts of the story that's fine but if you know they're missing parts out deliberately because most of the time girls ask things because they already know the answer um so if you know things are being missed out and you think "Mm, that's a bit dodgy trust your instinct that is a red flag the next one could not agree with more see someone that just lies in general small or big it doesn't matter as soon as they lie they need to be shown the door because see even see if they lie at the start and you let them away with it then they're going to just continue to lie the whole way through it and see by let them away by the way i don't mean like they might not even be directly lying to you they might be lying to someone else you're present they you know they're lying they know that you know that they're lying and you don't say anything like it's almost like brushed off like it's put under the carpet doesn't really get spoken about like they know that they can lie in your presence they can lie to you they can lie around you you've accepted it even if it wasn't to you you've accepted them lying you haven't said anything about it so they'll do it again and again steals trust you can't have a relationship a good relationship if there's no trust and you won't have trust if the person lied small or big you know as soon as they lie you need to pull them up about it and if they do it again then goodbye. The next red flag was someone who is rude or has no manners. This came up quite a lot, yeah. I think for me, yeah, no I was going to say it's an amber flag but it's definitely a red flag like there's no excuse, manners cost nothing. The next one is someone who doesn't listen to your points or what you say when you speak. Yeah, I think if someone doesn't listen to your point of view from stories or, you know, if you're in a group setting and they kind of speak over you and stuff, this is meant to be the person that like loves you and cares for you the most and values you and respects you the most. But they obviously don't if they don't actually value your opinion or what you're saying. So this person should care about what you have to say, they should think it's like amazing like what you bring to the table and what you offer and your opinion and your, your the way you look at things, they should really, really value that and respect that. And if they don't, that's definitely a red flag. The next one is someone that isn't able to speak about how they feel about you. And I think 100% this is a red flag because this is a the biggest sign there is, if, you know, of being emotionally unavailable. And there's so there are so many like memes on the internet like going for boys going for guys that are emotionally unavailable, but it's actually not funny. It's it's can it's damaging, and it can be really really detrimental to your mental health. Like especially if you're someone who communicates so well and you wear your heart on your sleeve, and then you just you're left feeling a bit confused or not sure. And it's not nice. It really really is not nice. It can make you feel. Um, this can actually affect your self-esteem as well. I think if you like and you know all these things all these things i'm saying a lot of them anyway definitely affect your self-esteem but which is a red flag um as we've discussed but yeah i think if you're communicating to someone how you feel about them and they don't really they don't really tell you they're quite like you know iffy about it they don't like they almost leave you feeling a bit confused if someone by the way leaves you feeling confused about how they feel about you they don't they don't like you i'm sorry they might you know they. They might like you as a person, but I don't think they are interested in a romantic relationship. Because if they were, you'd know. You wouldn't feel confused if you you know, like you know the signs, you know when you know, or when you know you know. <laughs> also, sometimes you just need a bit of reassurance, and if they can't give you that when you need it, sometimes then they shouldn't really be dating because they've obviously got some work to be doing. I think some do you not think in this day and age like it's so unattractive it's almost like weird to show someone you like them it's like it's like cooler to to patch their messages or to not reply or if they've waited half an hour to reply like you wait 45 minutes like and i, I honestly i've never understood that like i'll open messages straight away no shame what is the point like like if i'm like talking to someone i want to open their message straight away if i see it straight away i'm gonna open it obviously if i'm not seeing it that's different i wouldn't like run Go find it, but like if I'm on my phone and it comes up, I'm not gonna be like, No, they, they had me waiting 16 minutes, so I'm gonna have them waiting 17. Like, I know people that do that, and to me, it's just comical because I'm i not like that at all. But I think, um, oh god, I don't even know how I ramble so much, I don't even know how we get on to this, but I think, um, yeah, I think there's it's so cool nowadays, or it's seen as so cool to like be emotionally unavailable and to like not communicate and not tell someone how you feel, but actually, that's like the complete opposite of like what like if we're going to be cringy here, what like true love and relationships and romance is all about like I don't know sometimes I just wish I could go back and live in the past because I feel like they actually appreciated each other more and also I wear my heart in my sleeve like so much honestly <laughs> to any guy that's ever spoken to me they'll be like that at their last minute they'll be like I should bloody die I can bitch <laughs> I do but I don't care and my friends, my friends don't know as well. I do. I'm I, I'm an honest person with my feelings and my emotions. I don't like to hide them. If you can't, like, see, if you can't let yourself feel your feelings, then you're gonna like, because they might not be good. All day. I mean, they're not always good. And you can't get past the feeling. Yeah, yeah. To like enjoy a good feeling or to get by a bad feeling, you need to endure the feeling. So, yeah. And I always like, I'm very open about how, like, how I feel about something. Um. And if they can't be open back, I'm not asking them, that. Like, you don't need to ask them to show their, like usually, usually, you're, this is a generalisation, um, girls are better at speaking about their feelings than guys are, but I'm, I know as someone who wears her heart in this league, I'm not asking for the guy I'm speaking to like write me a poem or anything or like proper go all out, but sometimes it's just no, it's good to know that they like you, I mean you can usually feel it if they do or not, you've got your gut instinct, but sometimes it's just nice to be told, you know? And if they can't tell you that, then bye. Why are you not telling me? Next one is someone who makes fun of your insecurities. Yeah, I just think this is weird. Like, and I've actually been with someone before who thought it was like funny, and then I would be like, "Oh no, I don't like that's an insecurity of mine." And they'd be like, "Oh no, but I'm kidding on." Like, but it's not a joke. It's not a joke though. Like, that's not that's gaslighting me you know that's like t- telling me that because I- then they would be like oh but you're, you're so sensitive like yeah i'm sensitive to that because that's an insecurity of mine if someone like especially if they know it's one of your insecurities and then they talk about it and then you're like like they comment on it especially in public i've had that before a guy commented on something that i'm insecure about in a public setting and honestly if looks could kill i was raging if you have told someone if you have like opened up to someone in private about something you're insecure about and then like they like make fun of it or mock it and then be like oh but I'm kidding on like no no major red flags quite a few people responded to this and I actually was a bit worried you know obviously I've, I've listed the national domestic abuse helpline um because I really don't want anyone to go through this alone please reach out to someone if you're being controlled and by the way just to reiterate the helpline numbers 808 zero eight zero eight two thousand two four seven. if you're being controlled if your partner is deciding what you can and can't wear or you can and can't follow online or like taking your phone from you and doing like not you know they're not stating about you like i don't really like it when you follow that person and like they're po- they're telling you you better unfollow that person or you better or like doing it themselves on your phone um or telling you that like, you can't wear that or you're not gonna act like that. Oh my God, actually, uh, luckily I've never been in this position, but I just think that it's horrendous. It's like, it is abuse, it's controlling, it's dangerous. Please, if this has happened to you, tell someone you trust. It's the same as like, quite a few people responded, oh, my ex-boyfriend used to not let me change my appearance. Like he would tell me that I couldn't cut my hair or dye my hair or grow my hair or do this my eyebrows or whatever. Like. People are genuinely responding to this, like, this happens. And I think we're so quick to believe no it doesn't. But it does. It does happen. There, there are guys and girls out there who won't let you change your opinions when you're in a relationship with them, which is wrong. That's not okay. Major, major red flags. So this one, I guess, kind of is similar to what I was saying about wearing my heart my sleeve. So someone makes you feel weird or doesn't support you when you're being emotional or say you're upset about something so yeah this is a big red flag mainly because this person is meant to be like like if you're in a relationship with someone or if you're seeing someone they're meant to support you like not be your only support system you should obviously have your external support from like your friends and family but this person is meant to be like a main source of support and like make you feel better anyway in any way they can So if they're like making you feel a bit weird or or say you can't even under, you don't, you can't even write or uh, explain, sorry, why this person's making you feel weird about being upset, they just are, then that's definitely a discussion to have um, and a red flag if it doesn't change because they might not actually be saying like, shut up, stop crying about that. Like they might not be saying it just as bluntly as that, but they might not be supporting you as much as you would need in that moment. And I would say that's a red flag. I would say it's something you should discuss before, like, well, I mean... Situation dependent. Like for me, if this was me in this situation, I would say when I would calm down, maybe I'd say I was really upset about X, Y, Z. I feel like you making that comment undermined my feelings and my emotions in that moment, and I would appreciate if you didn't do that next time. And if they take that on board and they say, "Oh, I'm really sorry, I didn't realise that I'm um, how upset you were by that," I won't do that again. And they and they genuinely don't do it again. Fair enough. But if they do, then no, show them the door. And this kind of goes on. That one, that red flag kind of leads to leads us to what I was talking about in the last episode, where someone who tests your boundaries. So if that person, if you've had that conversation, like I just like I just said there with that person, and they do do it again, um, once, twice, three times more, they don't respect you because that's them testing your boundaries. That's them exploiting your boundaries, and you need to be able to enforce that boundary, and they need to be able to re- respect it. Point blank, like that should be it. There should be no testing and trying out, and like it's not fair. If you make something clear to someone that you didn't like something or you don't want something, you know, and they somehow like get you know do the complete opposite. I don't know if they don't res- they don't respect it. Basically, they disrespect it in any- in any way. If they if they disrespect your boundaries, they don't respect you. Now that can change. They could they can own up, take accountability, you know, ownership for their actions or their behaviour. And that's like fine if they if they're actually if that's followed by, you know, change behaviour. But if it isn't, then that is just manipulation at that point. Because change without, you know, making like, apologizing without actually changing the behaviour is manipulation, whether that person would agree with that or not. On that note of boundaries, um, and this is the controversial red flag that I was talking about. I was kind of dreading coming to because it gets so much hate and I I know my stance on it and I'm going to say my stance on it and I think my stance is probably I don't know I think my stance is probably the one that less people agree with does that make sense I don't know if that's the right way of wording it anyway I think I'm in the minority here basically is what I'm trying to say but I think if you're in a relationship with someone and you so say I'm speaking to a guy here right if you're in a relationship with a girl, and that girl has told you she doesn't like when you like other girls' photos of them, like in bikinis or underwear, or anything like that, or pictures of exes or whatever people you've ex people they've got with or whatever, If that if that girl has told you that and you still like that girl's photo or that girl's photos online, personally, I think that's really disrespectful. Cause that was that girl's boundary now you had the choice to say when she stated that boundary whether you agree with it or not okay you don't really get to agree or disagree with someone's boundary. you can say that you can say whether you can agree with it you know you can say well I don't like I don't think it is disrespectful you could say your opinion but then decide what you're going to do with that. because if you can't respect that boundary then you can't be together so it comes to me it boils down to are you going to respect that person's boundary that you like so much so you're gonna respect them enough to not like the photos that they don't want to like Are you respect the girl that you really really likes boundary or do you not like her enough so that you don't really mind disrespecting the boundary and like not having the girl that you are speaking to or seeing or in a relationship with to me that's what it boils down to i know that's quite controversial hope i don't get cancelled on twitter tomorrow here we go ready for it um do you know like Everyone's got opinions on these, this thing, um, and they're all similar but different in a way. It doesn't sit with me well at all, I just think it's just a personal boundary of mine. I don't like it. But I would always state that. I wouldn't expect like the guy I was speaking to to know that, Like, and I, I couldn't like be angry if he did. Like a, a girl that he, I don't know, got with, picture like, picture on the beach, and then I was like, you cannot do this. He obviously can do it, it just, to me, it makes me feel a bit, and you know, people will go, oh, that's because you're insecure. I don't I don't personally think I'm into her, but if you wanna call me into her, if you wanna label it as that, then so be it. It's not like it's not that I'm I don't compare myself to that person, but I just don't think it's right if you're and I've had this conversation with my nana, believe it or not, like so many times and she agrees with me <laughs> and she's bloody been in the best relationship with my granddad, and she was like, I don't know, fifteen or sixteen or something, so that just proves to you he wouldn't disrespect her boundaries. <laughs> Um, nah, but I don't know how to describe it. I just don't like it. And people were like, "Oh, it's one the insecure girls that." Um... And you know, I don't even like the other, the, the opposite narrative. It's like, "Oh, the pick me girls that say they don't mind it." Some girls just don't mind it. They're not pick me girls. Like they, they just don't like it. I don't like this pick me chat. It's like so internalized misogyny. You know. Um. I think, yeah, no, not a fan. But um. <laughs> oh, I just know that people are going to be like, oh, she should not have touched on that. But you know what? Well, controversial, but definitely necessary. I- it's something that I could speak more on if you guys are interested to hear. <laughs> but um, please can people like email me or direct message me with their opinions on this one. I won't tell anyone. I promise I'll keep it anonymous. But, um, like I do with everything. But um, I'd really be interested to hear because I, I don't I know I'm not the only one but I feel like people don't like saying that they have the opinion I have because they're almost told like, or you're insecure or like, get a grip or whatever, I don't know. But, do you know what? See if the guy I'm seeing can't respect it, that's fine. Then I know that he doesn't respect my boundaries so he might not respect other ones like other boundaries I have so he can go. I don't mind. I'll find someone that can respect that but I have found people in the past that have respected that boundary so I'll find another one. <laughs> um that's what I would say if someone wasn't respecting my boundary on that but luckily I've not been in that situation but I do think yeah have a think with yourself whether you like it or not genuinely or whether it's because of what social media has made you think you like or not does that make sense I don't know anyway let's move on So the next red flag that was mentioned was someone that makes you feel bad for spending time with your friends over them um, or you just similarly like you, you're in this relationship and you feel like you're maybe only seeing your partner and you're not seeing your friends that like you've picked up on it yourself maybe you were someone who, who would always like make time for your friends but you've you've started to do that less. Um, this could could be a sign of controlling behaviour or just in general an unhealthy like codependency on each other um and I'm saying could it could be a sign it could not be as well. It's worth a conversation. Um, maybe that person that you're in a relationship with feels the same. Maybe they feel that like they're not seeing their friends as much. In that case that you would both come to a healthy agreement hopefully to start to to make more time for your friends. Um, each of your friends. Because we all need like our friends. We need you know our friends, our family, like these external influences and support without outwith our relationship in our lives Um, because if you're only talking to your partner about things that happen in your life and you kind of isolate yourself from other people you become like really dependent and really reliant on your partner Um, and that obviously can be quite toxic because if something does go wrong then you feel really vulnerable and isolated and alone and etc so um, no it's definitely worthwhile having a conversation about friends. If you feel like you're you're drifting from your friends because you can't confine them about things that happen in your relationship um, you feel like that's why you maybe don't speak to your friends and family as much because you feel like you can't trust them or say you filter what you say to them um about your relationship so you kind of paint your relationship in a different picture than it actually is to your friends who are meant to be like your closest support system then that of that could again could be a consequence that you of like you know of being manipulated or controlled by your partner that you want to kind of portray your relationship in the best light possible i've got friends who well in the past i've had friends who try to tell like try convince me almost that they've got this amazing partner and I'm like if your partner was so amazing they would just be amazing you wouldn't have to convince me I would have that opinion myself of that partner um yeah so it's definitely something I've thought as a friend and it's something I've thought being that friend if you know what I mean in both ways but no please make time for your friends friends are so important I don't know what I would do without men. I've got amazing friends um and they know <laughs> Like I said, I'm an open book, I wear my heart in my sleeve. My friends know pretty much everything. If I feel a certain way about something, my friend and my best friend ever in the whole white world is Ryan, and I swear me and Ryan have like counselling sessions every day, therapy sessions every day and night. We FaceTime every day. Um and it helps us both so much. Anyway, love you man. Um Right. Actions and words not lining up is the next web flag. So yeah, I've been in situations where my friends said, "So what? Oh my goodness! So how's things with XYZ?" Like, um, and I've I've literally said myself, "Oh, they say like, he, he says all the right things," thinking that that was true, amazing. And I wish my friends and said, "But do, does he act? Does he act the same way? Does he do all the right things?" Because the answer would have been no. Like, if someone says all the right things, they should do all the right things too. That sounds so like self-explanatory, but honestly, ask yourself, does your partner say all the right things? But but not do all the right things. Because sometimes you'll find yourself thinking, actually, they don't. They don't act accordingly. And that's a red flag. The next red flag is one sided effort. I think if you're always the one initiating plans, right now, okay, it's so hard because we've literally lived through a pandemic, like there's not many plans to initiate. But in any way you can, like if you're initiating conversations, say, all the time, and it's kind of one-sided effort, um, a bit off balance. It's definitely worth a conversation. If it doesn't change after the conversation, then yeah, red flag for sure. Oh, this next one could be a controversial one. I don't know, um, but so many people responded it. Quite a few guys as well. Um, so someone who says all my exes are psychos. No. Someone said this, and this is exactly how I'd describe it. But so I'm quoting this person. Um, if you're the person that said this, I agree with you. This is what I say as well. This is my kind of phrase. See if you're saying to someone, "All oh, my exes are psychos." You're the common denominator there, so you're really just exposing yourself. Like, and ju- in general, how people speak about their past relationships. If, if asked, you know, if you asked your, if you ask your boyfriend, if you ask the guy you're seeing, like, so, like, have you had any relationships in the past? Like, what, what, like. How were they? Do the how did they end? If you want to know, like having a healthy, mature, open, and honest conversation, and they're like, "No, all my ex were awful, crazy psychos," um, all these kind of like terms, like I think alarm bells will be screaming, ringing in my head, because clearly that person's the common denominator. So run, please. Following on from the Friends one, I should have said this when I was talking about Friends, but my notes are all over the place. Don't please don't shoot me, um see if your friends don't like the person you're seeing or the person you're in a relationship with. To me, huge red flags. I've thought about ending something with someone before and my friend said to me, Romy, I know you want to end it with XYZ. I know you do, I can tell you do. And I think you should as well. Like that's what what he said to me, Ryan said that to me. Ryan was like, I know you want to. And I was like, yeah, of course you do because you're my closest support system. You know me like more than I know myself. I'm trusting what you say and honestly best decision ever like I'm so thankful to have my friends I think you should really trust take what your friends say and believe it because your friends have your well, they should have your best interests at heart. The next red flag that people mentioned was love bombing. Now I actually admittedly didn't know what this was well I didn't know the, the phrase and then I googled it and I was like oh my god I've been through that and I didn't even know so it's someone who's like crazy complimentary at the start. Um, so much so that you can maybe think, what are they overcompensating for here? And I don't, mean, <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean like this person's like smothering, suffocating, like so many compliments, sometimes like to an unbeatable amount, you know, it, like an unbeatable extent, and it's like totally in excess. And girls are told so often, and I have been told this as well, oh my god, just accept the compliment or don't be a bitch. You're like, no, if you've if you've got a bad feeling about something because this person's been, like, crazy complimentary, then you've got the bad feeling. Like, and you can't shake it. If you've had the conversation, you can't shake it, and you just don't know why. Please listen to that. I listened to it. Thank God I did, because I don't, I'm glad I never stayed around to find out what could happen. Like, don't let someone tell you, oh, just accept the compliment. Like, stop being a bitch. No, if you're uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable. You're the person involved in it. They're not. If they want that amount of bloody compliments, then I'm sure they wouldn't after they went through it, but... Yeah, trust yourself, trust. And also, you don't know why they're doing that. Like, a lot of the time people can bomb with love and, and you know gifts and stuff and be really, really flattering and just be so nice because they've actually got an ulterior motive, which is to control you. Because then they can say like, oh, but I got you that and I'm so nice to you. And like, oh, you're so mean to me, I compliment you so much or I always get by you things." stuff. No, don't stick around to hear these things, please know your worth like know it yourself don't like don't be reliant on this person because a lot of girls might be insecure and rely on that kind of love and compliments and flattery like you know gifts and stuff but nah know your worth yourself you don't need a guy or a ghetto if you're a guy listen you don't need someone else to kind of validate that for you find like valid like validance validance <laughs> oh my goodness I'm at uni <laughs> anyway find that within yourself first before you go on the dating scene. Um, the next red flag is someone that's racist, homophobic, misogynistic, or just in general puts people down in front of you. That would make me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Do I even need to say any more here? Someone that's racist, homophobic, misogynistic, etc, etc. Massive red flags. Like, Drop that person instantly. That should not be okay in any like friendship relationship, family, like no, no, call people out, drop them. So another response which made me really sad and upset and angry actually, it made me angry, was people being forced into sexual acts or, you know, within that um, area by their partner or by someone they're seeing or, you know, someone they're dating to me like that is just not okay on any level of course I'm saying to me as if it's just like me saying that's not okay to anyone like your partner should not force you into anything without consent consent should be there always doesn't matter if it's your boyfriend of 100 years okay not 100 10 years doesn't matter if it's your boyfriend of 100 years your husband of 20 years your guy best friend that you're hooking up with of for two Months or something consent 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 really I was having a conversation with my my friend recently about consent and like my friend who's a guy and he I've known him since I was about 16 and I don't know why that's relevant I just like giving context you know me everything open honest anyway I was saying to him like it's so crazy to me how some guys just won't ask for consent like won't like they just assume they have it and he was like, oh my god, don't get me started on this. Thankfully, he's completely on, like, I mean, I'd, obviously he is. He's my friend. I wouldn't associate with people that weren't. But he was like, nah, don't get me started. Like, it's so bad. It is. It's horrible. It's genuinely. And I was glad that he agreed with me. But like, it's almost as if it's weird to have a like a straight white male agree with you on that. Honestly, it's so bad that that's what it's come to. But yeah, I think if you've ever been forced into anything, you need to get away from that person. Please talk to a friend. Talk to someone you trust about it and find a way um, yeah, to help yourself to get away from that person because that's not a safe person, that's not a safe relationship. It's all about control, it's all about that person thinks they're above you and thinks they have control over you and power over you and they don't. They don't. Yeah, massive red flag. And it just so happens it was right at the end of this episode when actually that should have been right at the freaking start. Anyway, um, Another one that was really commonly talked about was someone that hides their phone or like hides things or kind of like turns their phone away from you which I think yeah is like sneaky I mean you could you could a lot of these things I'm saying you would have conversation you I mean there's there's some that are just not not worth the conversation like when I was just talking about like that's not even worth I mean you could say like that's so not okay that you 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 force me into things that I don't want to do. Um, or force me, to, even if it's not in sexual acts, even if it's just forcing you to go places you don't want to go or be in situations or they force you to be someone that you're not and do stuff that you wouldn't use or don't want to. You don't have to have reasons by the way, like, because a lot of the time guys are but why? They, you don't... I'm going to get so angry. You don't have to give reasons, justification, if you don't want to, that's enough. No means no. Goodbye. Anyway, yeah, I think hiding phones and hiding things from you is just sneaky and again, kind of relates to like not being able to trust that person and if you can't trust then what's the point in being with that person like if you can't trust them like trust is literally like what the, one of the most important things in a relationship no matter what side it comes from like not trusting that person is like never going to be a good thing ever just would leave you feeling stressed, worried, upset like and then on the other side if the person you're with doesn't trust you You might feel like they're always like trying to catch out or monitoring you, what you do, like, or constantly watching you and stuff, which would then make you feel like really like restricted and like, I don't know, like, what's the word, kind of walking on eggshells kind of vibes. So, yeah, it's just on both sides of of lack of trust, on both sides, it's really, really detrimental. I want to end on a kind of lighthearted one because I've spoken about quite serious things there i keep seeing tweets and tiktoks right now that's like biggest red flag or like introduce yourself as the biggest red flag that you ignored and it's <laughs> you're gonna laugh and be like why is she ending on this but i actually agree so much guys that say willful Wall street's their favorite movie wish i could drop the mic right now but i can't because it would probably break your eardrum but yeah we all know why that's their favorite movie don't we <laughs> I think the key thing here to remember about all of these things I've just spoken about is many of these things are worth a conversation with your partner about because more often than not your partner might feel the same or just maybe not feel the same but even just understand where you're coming from if you say it in a kind of you know calm and logical way like if you just say your feelings then how can you be wrong if you just state how you feel about Something that's happened, then you can't ever be wrong in a sense. Like you can't, nothing bad can come of that. And if, if if bad does come from that, then that obviously that's a red flag in itself. But having a conversation with someone, communicating how you feel and your emotions and your feelings, is one thing. And the person you're with should love, appreciate, value, etc., um, you and your relationship together enough to want to to better themselves or better things for the relationship. And if they can then maybe they've done one of these things but it's not enough to end the relationship over Um, and if but if they can't then obviously that's that's when you start talking about red flags and it's that's the kind of warning signs that the relationship's not what it should be but yeah try to talk to your partner about how you're feeling before you kind of go to this is a red flag and we must end. There's sometimes there are some things here that you should discuss with your partner before, I think. But then again, like I'm saying, you're in the relationship, you're in the you're the one dating them, you're the one that knows it the, the most. Trust your gut. That's like the biggest thing for me, trusting my gut, my instinct. When I learned to trust my gut and my instinct, I honestly like have never been so I feel like it's been a pure revelation. Like, if you trust your intuition, like honest to god you will understand when you start trusting your intuition as well it becomes more attuned you become like you become more attuned to your body and your body becomes more attuned to you when you trust it like your body is the one that's living through these things that, that either upset you or annoy you or hurt you or bother you so like trust that it knows like what's best for you your gut is so powerful i want to do an episode in itself about that i think it's so important um yeah obviously all situation dependent but trust your body your body trusts you so anyway thank you so much for tuning in this week hopefully i won't make you wait a year for the next one um yeah i hope you're all well Text me (laughs) DM me. Uh, What else can you do? Don't face at me please. I hate facing unless it's a sign. No, hopefully the next one doesn't come out when you're grey haired. But thank you so much for listening. I hope it was beneficial to someone. Take care of yourselves. Speak to you soon.